Hello everyone and welcome back to the All Things New podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. I hope that y'all have had a good week so far and I'm quite excited about today's topic which is God hears you. A lot of times in life there are times when we pray certain prayers and there is a prolonged answer or a prolonged fulfillment and in, in that waiting period we can feel as if God forgot about us or he no longer hears us but given what we've been told and given the promises that we've been given in the word of God that is not the truth at all that is quite the contrary to the truth and the fact is that God absolutely hears you he hears every single thing that you pray and things that you don't pray even God answers prayers that weren't even prayed (laughs) things that were thoughts in your mind or things that that you needed that you didn't know you needed but the lord still was gracious and loving enough and good enough to fulfill that and to grace that to you thoughts that we have and worries that we battle with internal struggles all of these things are heard by god and and he sometimes answers prayers that you didn't even pray and that were just an internal thought to yourself but in his goodness he still answered that and he still fulfilled that for you because he's just so good and so wonderful And he demonstrates his faithfulness and attention to us when he answers these prayers that were merely internal thoughts. So by the fact that we like don't pray them, that we only think them, it's a reminder of God's goodness, a reminder that he listens, that he hears us, that he is absolutely attentive and that he's sensitive to our heart's desires, to the cries of our hearts, and that he cares so, so very much about you and he loves you so much. There are a couple of points that I'd like to bring forth um, to you guys today. And the first one is that Christ intercedes on your behalf. In Hebrews chapter 7, verses 23 through 26, it says, There were many priests under the old system, referring to the law, for death prevented them from remaining in office. But because Jesus lives forever, his priesthood lasts forever. Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. He is the kind of high priest we need because he is holy and blameless, unstained by sin. He has been set apart from sinners and has been given the highest place of honor in heaven. This passage here in the book of Hebrews, which is written to the Hebrews, so the people who um, grew up practicing Judaism. And in Judaism, if you're not familiar, there were priests, there were like priests and high priests, and these people were the intercessors. They were the ones bridging the gap between the people and between God himself. And in this system, of course, humans aren't perfect, and these priests, of course, are not perfect either. And so Jesus, he came to the earth, he sacrificed his life, he became our priest forever. Not only is he our forever priest because the priests of the past were mortal human beings, but he lives forever. Not only is he our forever priest, but he's blameless. He's the only priest that has no sin. The only sin that is perfectly, purely holy. And so we have the high priest, the highest priest 
the most perfect priest interceding on your behalf. Jesus is literally interceding for you on your behalf. Even when you don't know what to pray, Jesus himself is praying that for you. Jesus himself is bridging the gap. He is interceding on your behalf. And so where we fall short, God's grace abounds even further. God's priesthood, his priesthood for us, his intercession for us bridges that gap between fallen humanity and a holy God. And so if you are in a place where you feel like your prayers are not reaching the throne room, let me tell you that they are. And that Christ is interceding on your behalf, that that gap is being bridged and you don't have to do something yourself by your own will to bridge that gap because Jesus is doing that for you in every single moment. Another point I'd like to make is that God's ear is turned towards you. And I've got a lot of scriptures I'm about to read. So hold your horses, but um, it's good stuff here. It's really good stuff. So Psalms chapter three, verses one through five say, Oh Lord, I have so many enemies. So many are against me. So many are saying God will never rescue him. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me, and you are my glory, the one who holds my head high. I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy mountain. I lay down and slept, yet I woke in safety, for the Lord was watching over me. Then Psalm chapter 32, verse 7 says, For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. Psalms 34 verses 4 through 6 say, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. In Psalms 38 verses 8 through 9 say, I am exhausted and completely crushed. My groans come from an anguished heart. You know what I long for, Lord. You hear my every sigh. Psalms 55 verses 16 through 18 um, and also verse 22 say, But I will call on God and the Lord will rescue me. Morning, noon, and night I cry out in my distress and the Lord hears my voice. He ransoms me and keeps me safe from the battle waged against me, though many still oppose me. And verse 22 goes on to say, Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Psalms 116 verses 1 through 9 say, I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Death wrapped its ropes around me. The terrors of the grave overtook me. I saw only trouble and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Please, Lord, save me. How kind the Lord is. How good he is. So merciful, this God of ours. The Lord protects those of childlike faith. I was facing death and he saved me. Let my soul be at rest again, for the Lord has been good to me. He has saved me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. And so I walk in the Lord's presence as I live here on earth.
The next passage that I'd like to mention is um, Psalms chapter 136. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's a bit long. Well, it's not like super long, but I'm just going to touch on it. But I, I encourage you to go read it. Essentially, this chapter is awesome because it is um, proclaiming God's faithfulness, his faithful love. I'll just read the first few verses, but it starts by saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who alone does mighty miracles. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavens so skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who placed the earth among the waters. His faithful love endures forever. So I'm not going to read the whole thing, but essentially this chapter is touching on God's faithfulness and his goodness and his faithful love. And it's just like repeating over and over and over. And in the Bible, when there's repetition, that's significant. It means that the point they're trying to get across is an important point. But it's reminding us that God's faithful love endures forever and he is always good and he is always, always faithful. And the last point that I'd like to bring to y'all is that God has not forgotten you. One of my absolute favorite scriptures comes from Isaiah 49 and it's verses 15 through 16. Um, there are so many scriptures in Isaiah that are just like, it shows the heart of God for his people. It shows how intimately he wants to be to us, how, how much he loves us, how, how, how near he wants to be to us, how much he wants to help us. And I love this, this passage so much. So Isaiah 49, verses 15 through 16, and they say, Can a woman forget her nursing child and have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, but I will not forget you. Behold, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. I love this so, so much. Like, can a woman not forget her nursing child? Just imagine a mother nursing her baby. How can she forget her baby? Like her baby's literally nursing at the moment. And how could she not have compassion on her child unless she's heartless, which, you know, um, hopefully, hopefully that's not the case. Anyways, a good mother has compassion in case for her baby and, and just is very attentive to her baby because her baby needs her. Her baby is dependent on her, right? Her, She's the life-giving source of her baby. And the Lord says, even these may forget. They may forget, but I will not forget you because I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. I have, I have carved your name out in my hand. I've tattooed your name on my hand, essentially. I've inscribed your names on the palms of my hands. And I think that is so beautiful and such a powerful imagery. Just knowing that that's how the Lord sees his children, that he will not forget us. He always, always is there for us. He will never forget us. And our name is written on the palms of his hands. I think that is so beautiful and so powerful. And the next scripture I like to read, which I feel like I read this every podcast episode, I might, but it's fine. Um, it comes from Jeremiah 29, verses 11 through 13, which say, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. 
in those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And then I'd like to jump to the New Testament to Second Timothy, verse two, sorry, chapter two, verse 13. And it says, if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful for he cannot deny who he is. God is faithful. That is one of his attributes, his faithfulness. And he will always be faithful. Whatever we do, things that we do will not affect who he is. Your mistakes, your regrets, your sin, that doesn't affect who God is. He is who he is. He's always faithful. He's loving. He's full of grace and mercy. And he loves you so much. And he hears you. These things will not change. God is who he is. And so no matter who you are or what you've done, know that God hears you. God hears you. You could just, you know, you could be someone who's gone to church your whole life or someone who who's, has just committed their life to Christ. It doesn't matter how long you've been in church. It doesn't matter how many generations of Christians are in your family. He hears you. You don't have to volunteer in like 16 different departments at your church. You don't have to be related to a pastor or a preacher. You don't have to have a history of church. You don't have to have it all together. Just come to him and he hears you. Come to him with a humble heart. That's the key here though, with, with praying, with asking the Lord for things, with coming to the Lord. You have to come to him with a humble heart. But he will answer you if you come to him with humility. So whether it's something that seems insignificant or an internal thought that hadn't even become prayer yet, he still hears you. He's so good and so faithful and so attentive and he cares for his children so, so much. In Psalms chapter 10, verse 17 says, O Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline their ear. I love that so very much. There's another scripture I'd like to mention. Um, I'm trying to find it here. I believe it is in the book of James, but it is speaking about coming to the Lord with a humble heart. And I can't find it. I think it's somewhere here. I'm looking at my notes and I'm trying to find it. But I think the gist of that scripture is um, you pray or you come to the Lord, you pray to him, but he does not answer you because what you want is for your own benefit. Like you are praying only for your own self-pleasure, pleasure, for your own self-gratification and the Lord will not answer those types of prayers. And so sometimes I think it's important to do a little bit of self-evaluation because sometimes on paper a prayer looks really good, but it's like, where's your heart coming from? And I know that like I've talked about this a lot on this podcast. It's like the heart position that you have, but it's crucial because God looks at the heart. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Your heart is is so important. It's what matters, your heart position. And so if you're coming to God with something and it might not be a bad thing. It could be a very good thing to pray for, but the, but the heart of it, what are the intentions behind your prayer for this thing? And so it's really important for us to examine our hearts and figure out like, okay, why am I praying this? Why do I desire for this to happen? Like, Lord, help me, like, show me how I can like actually figure out like, what's the, what's the root cause? What's the deep issue going on here for why I want this? Am I not being satisfied in you? Am I looking for satisfaction in something besides you? Like, we just have to kind of sometimes examine our intentions with certain prayers that we pray 
But ultimately, no matter what your circumstances look like, God is always good and he's always present and he's forever faithful and he's always listening. Earlier when I read quite a few psalms, there's so many stories of, of the psalmist and of David who's constantly being you know, sought out to be killed um, by Saul, by other people, by adversaries, by, by you know, enemies surrounding him. So many times when he was just, people were trying to kill him, like he was running for his life, like a lot of the time, like a, a lot of the Psalms are like him running for his life. And he always finds himself in this low place, but he's always like, but the Lord is my light and my salvation. He's always like, but God, but God is faithful. God hears my cry. God has heard my cry. God delivered me from my enemy. And it's just reinforcing how faithful God is. God is so faithful. And it talks about, I talked about how it says in Psalms, for you are my hiding place. You protect me. You surround me with songs of victory. The Lord hears you. You pray. He prays to the Lord. The Lord hears him. He enters his prayer. He gives him freedom. He delivers him. And something that I find so interesting is that David went through so many difficult things in his life. He went through so many hard things. So many times when he was being sought out to be killed, so many times when people wanted his head, when he had a bounty on his head. And every time God, God delivered him, every single time. And so even if you find yourself in these situations where you feel like you're just being hounded, where you feel like people are out to get you, where you feel attacked, every single time God will bring you out every single time he is here to help you one of my favorite scriptures comes from i believe it's isaiah 41 but it says something along the lines of um, i'm the lord your god i will protect you i will hold you by the right hand like i will protect you i will deliver you something like that but it's like the lord literally will deliver you he will hold you by the hand while you are in the fire i think of shadrach meshach and abednego when they were thrown into a literal furnace because they refused to bow to the pagan god of Babylon. And God was literally in there with them. God literally inserted himself into the situation. He didn't remove himself from it, but he said, you know, I'm going to come in here with you. I'm going to stand with you in the fire. And I'm going to deliver you out of the fire. But while you're in the fire, I'm with you in this moment. And I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. And so even if you're in the fire, if you're being attacked and pursued by those who want to hurt you and harm you and who don't want anything good for you, God hears you and he will rescue you. He will take you out of that place. And it doesn't even have to be that intense. It can be like, and this isn't like a small issue either, but it could be a state of, of lowness of depression and i know how that feels so so much because i battle with anxiety and depression but if you're in this low 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 place this place of such despair and pain and you feel like you're just in a dark room and the light is far removed he hears you he hears your cry and he longs to comfort you. He longs to come close to you. But you have to ask him. You have to say, Lord, I need you. I need you to come into the situation. I need your peace. I need your comfort. I need your love. And honestly, sometimes we don't even have to pray that. And he still comes because he's so good and so faithful. 
And so if you're going through something, and I know you will go through something where you need help from the Lord because life is not perfect. We go through difficult things, but God is so good. And so if you're going through something um, that is difficult and you're just praying to the Lord to come and help you, you're asking the Lord to rescue you. He hears your cry. It is so evident throughout the Bible that he literally inclines his ear. He literally turns his ear to you when you call him. With a humble heart, when you call his name, he's right there. He is as close as a mention of his name. And he longs to deliver and rescue you and comfort you and love you and to hold you in his arms and to protect you. That's who he is. He is our protector our father. I can't remember which scripture it is, but it talks about um, how like a mother hen like protects her chicks. It's the same thing. And it's like the Lord's like, I protect you like this too. He's our protector. He delights in protecting you. He delights in covering you. He covers you. And so, you know, I just want to encourage y'all today that the Lord loves you so much and that he hears you every single prayer every thought every worry he hears you and he loves you so much and he has so much help and love and comfort to give you to provide for you but you've got to ask him for it you have to say lord i need your help and it's okay to say i need help because we a lot of times we need help we can't do everything by ourselves we try to but you know it's a fail you just have to say, Lord, I need your help. I need you right now. I need your peace. I need your joy. I need your love. And he is not going to withhold from you. He's not going to be like, uh, no, not today. Uh, maybe later. Uh, maybe, you know, after you learn this lesson. No, it's not the kind of God he is. He loves you so much and he hears you. I hope today's episode was encouraging to you in some way. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. If you haven't yet given me a rating or a review, I would highly appreciate it. I know I say this every single episode, but I would really appreciate that. That would mean so, so much to me um, because yeah, and they can be viewed and people can be like, oh, this is, seems like a cool podcast. Let me check it out. And it's not for you know self-promotion. It's like, I just love and want to encourage other believers because you know what? We're all in this race together. We all be going through stuff and we need each other. We got to encourage each other. We got to love each other. Community is so important. So yeah, it's about, it's about Jesus. It's not about me, you know? So I'm just grateful that I can be a vessel in this way. So anyways, I love y'all so much. Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode. And I will talk to y'all next Tuesday. Ciao.